In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang for the celebration of morning mass, which is the funeral mass for the repose of the soul of William Tracy. Welcome uh, to church, especially Anna, his wife, and Anne and Jeff, and Joe and Marie, and Emma and uh, Lewis and Kira and Reese, and of course Jenny. And we especially remember uh, Aaron also, uh, who is not able to be with us uh, today. Welcome also to family members who are here with us, and of course uh, family friends. Uh, you're all very welcome to the church today. I hope that you'll feel very welcome in our midst. Today we've come uh, to celebrate this funeral mass uh, for the repose of someone who very well known to all of us, uh, a good family man, uh, a good friend uh, to many, and today we want to celebrate that gift that his life was to each of us. As we begin our mass then, we thank God for the many graces that we're given in life, but for the times perhaps in which we've not lived well, we once again ask to be forgiven. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary of our Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant William who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The, so the souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. <coughs> in the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction. Great will be their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. 
the word of the Lord.
reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. The life and death of each of us has its influence on others. If we live, we live for the Lord. And if we die, we die for the Lord. So that, alive or dead, we belong to the Lord. This explains why Christ both died and came to life. It was so that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. We shall all have to stand before the judgment seat of God. As scripture says, By my life, it is the Lord who speaks, every knee shall bend before me, and every tongue shall praise God. It is to God, therefore, that each of us must give an account of himself. The word of the Lord. from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you, and after I have gone and prepared you a place, I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am, you may be too. And you know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. One of the last things that pleased Willie was being able to be at home in the final part of his illness. He didn't want to be in hospital, and he didn't want to be in a hospice. He wanted to be at home and with Anna in those final weeks and days. He was able to do that, and of course it gave him great peace. He was very realistic about the outcome of the illness, He was aware that he wouldn't recover and that there wouldn't be much time. He didn't fool himself, but he was very realistic about what was happening. He was brave and took great comfort from Anna and the family and the messages from friends who were thinking about him and praying for him. On those final weeks, uh, faith was a great comfort to him as it had always been. Prayers and blessings which he was able to receive meant everything to him. Both himself and Anna took great comfort 
from the many people who remembered both of them and especially in their prayers. At Mass today, we are also comforted by prayer too, for in the saddest of moments, God lifts, lifts us up. In our loss, he consoles us. When we are our weakest, he gives us our strength. He leaves us feeling that we are not alone, not feeling as if we are drifting, but with his comforting presence. He's the one who promises that when we cross, uh, we, when we finish and we cross the line, there is a place for, for us with him. He's the one who says to us that he will never abandon us. He's the one who says to us that he will be our refuge and strength. And especially in times in which we are most alone, he tells us that he will carry the heaviest of burdens with us and his presence lifts us up. Well, he would have known these graces of faith in his own life too. This year, as you probably know, Willie would have seen uh, turned uh, 80, seen his 80th year. He was born on the 23rd of May, uh, 1939. His parents were James and Janet Tracy, and his sisters were May and Jenny. As a family, they lived at uh, 5 Bodwell Street and 7 Clyde Place. They had a very close family life, always. But strangely enough, in the early part of his life, he hadn't met his father until he was six years of age, for his father had been a prisoner of war in Poland through the course of the war. Willie attended, like many of you, St Bride's School, and in his working life, he uh, worked at uh, Clyde Bridge, as many of the men did in the area, and he also worked at Rolls-Royce. I believe uh, he was a good dancer all of his life, and he met his future wife, Anna, at the <coughs> Co Hall Dancing. I'm not able to tell you today whether it was his smooth talking or his smooth dancing that swayed Anna. Whatever it was, the friendship was struck up, which led to marriage at St. Colm Kills in 1968. Just a few short months ago, they were able to celebrate their 50th anniversary of their marriage here in this church. It was a most joyful day in which they even received the blessing of Pope Francis. It was a day that brought great joy to their hearts for they counted many years of blessings of happy marriage together in one another's company. It was a long way from that first dance in the Co Hall. In their married life, they lived at Farm Cross, next door to Sister Ella, and thereafter moved to the Cathkin. They had two children, Anne and Jeff, who were always the apple of their eye. And these both count themselves as having been very blessed to have good parents, the best of parents, who loved, supported them, and comforted them all of their life. The family over the years has been added to by a number of other people, Joe and Marie, son-in-law and daughter-in-law, and of course Emma and Aaron, Lewis, uh, Kira and Reese. <coughs> Willie, as I mentioned at the beginning, was a great family man and especially liked to see the family get on and took great delight in watching the grandchildren grow up. Family occasions and family parties 
were legendary. Everyone was involved and everyone was expected to participate and sing. And often, Willie, he was at the centre of everything. In nature, he was a very honest and direct man, a very kind person also and thoughtful towards others. He had a quick sense of humour and always quick to laugh, quick to see the funny side in things. He enjoyed the company of friends uh, and they would sit at uh, the pub in Rutherglen to sort out all the problems of the world. He enjoyed a bet, but there is not much evidence that he was any good at it. <coughs> plenty of seconds, thirds, fourths, but few winners, and plenty of horses that are still to finish the race. He had a great love for his football team, Celtic, which he supported in good times and bad, and followed them since he was a young boy. Strangely enough, he was baptised here in this church, beginning of his Christian life, and he ends his Christian life in the very same church that he was baptised in. Strange too that his life ended on the feast day of the parish patron, St Bride. All the signs are good. William himself was a well-liked man, straightforward, funny, warm-hearted. I mentioned, uh, if you were here last night, and just a few moments ago too, that a few mon months ago we were here in this church for the 50th wedding anniversary. It was one of the happiest days of both Anna and Willie's life. He got what few couples are granted, 50 years of married life, and they couldn't be happier. Both of them couldn't have realised, though, that in just a few short months, Willie would be so ill and would be fighting for his life. The sadness of this day, though, isn't dimmed by that day, that day itself, but, of course, is made even brighter. Uh, for they both got the chance to count the blessings to realise how blessed their life had been in a long and happy marriage. God had given them something very special in their life and they got the chance to mark it on that day. I'm not afraid for Willie today. Uh, he's in God's hands. He's crossed that finishing line. He's run the race. He's achieved a great deal in life. He's a very contented life indeed. And he's lived to see so much. His bags are packed, and he was ready for the journey. God will be good to him and kind to him. He will grant him his heart's desire. Of course, that was granted here in this church 50 years ago in his baptism. A promise of eternal life, a promise of joy and blessings, which we come here to claim today. We come to our loving Father asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. For the family of the church, that we may grow in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death. 
We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our brother William, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For William, our brother, who sleeps in the Lord, that he may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of his goodness. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers today in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever.
and pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Amen. Truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. In him the hope of blessed resurrection has dawned, that those saddened by the certainty of dying might be consoled by the promise of immortality to come. Indeed, for your faithful Lord, life is changed, not ended, and when this earthly dwelling is turns to dust, an eternal dwelling is made ready for them in heaven. And so with the angels and archangels, thrones and dominions, hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in Christ. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in Christ. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, William, whom you've called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy in us all, we pray that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, 
in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. <coughs> we pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. <coughs> Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Let's offer one another a sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter into my life. The only Savior of my soul shall be healed.
Please stand. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, William may come to the eternal table of Christ. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Receive his soul. 